Oh my gosh, here we are. (laughs) I have been so nervous, but so excited to do this, to be here. Grazing a podcast. Here we are, episode one. (laughs) Mad. Um, Right, well, hello everyone. Welcome to the All or Nothing podcast. My name is Mads. (laughs) So let me introduce myself. I am a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach, group exercise instructor, swimming instructor, and technically a paddleboard instructor as well. Um, (laughs) Although I'm not really doing that at the minute. And I specialize in fat loss, muscle gain, anxiety management around health and fitness, and just all over women empowerer. I don't even know if empowerer is a word, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Like all women should be. Um, I'm here to help people ditch their all or nothing mentality that I think far too many people have these days and how to find a good balance between their health, their fitness, their life. So I'm going to go into a little bit of a brief backstory um, and talk about my own health and fitness journey to kick us off, which then brings us to where we are today, (laughs) recording episode one of a podcast. So I've always been active, I'd say, uh, growing up. Um, I loved sport, loved exercise, loved PE at school. It was my, like, favourite time of the week. Um, I have swum competitively from the age of seven. Uh, At school, I I went to athletics camps um, for a long while. I was a trampolinist, trampolino, I don't know how you say it. Um, I've dabbled in javelin and stuff like that. Um, I've been training in the gym only since like 2018, 2019. Um, I learned to surf, which has become a big part of my life uh, when I was like 11 or 12 or something down in Cornwall. Um, And yeah, I I just love falling in love with sports and trying new things. You know, so it was literally only last year I learned to snowboard and fell in love with snowboarding because it's kind of like surfing on snow. Um, Wicked fun. Um, Yeah, I also learned to wakeboard last year um, and I'm dabbling in some aerial hoop. I just I just love trying new things. I think it's great fun when it comes to eating and food. Growing up, I I think like everyone did, I just ate the food that was put in front of me. Um, I had no idea about food and nutrition. Most of my childhood, um, kind of into my teens, I was swimming so much that I, I you know, wasn't really paying attention to exactly what I was eating. All I knew that is I just had to fuel my workouts massively. Um, so that's what I did. And <laughs> a lot of the time that meant multiple bowls of cereals, very large dinners, and I would put away packets and packets of Maltesers and Jaffa cakes, to be honest. (laughs) When I was, what, 20? I think it was 20 in 2016. I then went traveling um, down to Southeast Asia, went to Australia, uh, great trip. um, And I came back to the UK and had gained a lot of weight on the road. I was the most tanned I'd ever been, but at this point, I was also the biggest I'd ever been um, because there was just no keeping track of what we were eating, especially in the, I don't know, in the slums of Cambodia or like party towns in, I don't know, Byron Bay, like you just eat whatever. <laughs> so I was the biggest I'd ever been. And at this point, I just wanted 
to feel happier in my, my own skin. I was very uncomfortable. Um, I felt so unhealthy at the time. Um, so I just wanted the quick fix. I think probably just prior to traveling and then definitely post travels, I had a lot of struggles with kind of a binge restrict cycle. Um, I'd restrict myself so, so much during the week and then would end up binging on on whatever, whether it was crisp popcorn or chocolates, definitely, um, definitely one of mine, um, either in an evening or at the weekends, just because I couldn't hack it, like the amount of restriction that I'd given to myself. There were other times where I just jumped on other restrictive methods. Um, I, I've done them all. I've done keto, completely cut out carbs. Um, I've done very, very, very low calories. Um, I've done shake diets. Um, <laughs> that was a funny one. Um, my relationship with food and exercise really just, I think I was just all over the place for a long while. Um, you know, I've punished myself for eating certain food items and I've exercised excessively and pushed myself completely to burn out. Um, at one point I actually jumped on a kind of a 12 week shred type plan. Um, and on this plan, I think I went down to about 1100 calories. Um, and I just, I was the most miserable I have ever been. Like 1100 calories isn't even enough food to fuel my body if I was lying in a hospital bed doing absolutely nothing. Like that's not even enough to, to do that. Um, so yeah, not a, not a fun time. Like a lot of women, I really struggle with anxiety. I have struggled with anxiety for basically my entire life. Um, I think it's manifested itself in different ways as a kid versus an adult. Um, and it's definitely still something that I struggle with today. Um, but what I, I suppose, looking back um, is the times why I really struggle with it is when I couldn't find a very good balance between food and exercise and when I was wasn't eating right and wasn't exercising right it just exacerbated my anxiety tenfold um I've also just I've really struggled with kind of comparisons comparing my body to someone else's body um a lot of body image struggles um I think the main thing was when I just had no idea about food nutrition exercise and what does what I was so self-conscious about kind of how I looked like but also didn't know what to do about it I think like everyone you just go I'll just cut out carbs and do lots of running I hate running (laughs) so that didn't last long at all um something that I really struggled with when I was younger as well obviously being a swimmer I had larger shoulders and larger laps than a lot of my kind of female friends at the time so at school I would um I used to wear long sleeves all the time especially in summer no matter how hot it was, I would wear long sleeves because I would rather have massive sweat patches and keep my arms down, but have them covered than, than show them off because a lot of my you know, girlfriends were a lot, lot slimmer and skinnier than I was. Um, so I just kind of never felt like I fit in or, yeah. Um, so I've definitely fallen victim to this kind of all or nothing mentality when it came to nutrition and exercise um it was definitely I'm gonna push myself to do everything I'm gonna train excessively I'm gonna cut calories really low or cut out carbs I wanted results as quickly as possible um but 
because it just wasn't sustainable. End up, you know, falling off the wagon, as as people might call it, um, and then feel absolutely miserable and feel like I failed because I couldn't I couldn't continue. When you've got Karen over there being like, oh, keto's changed my life. I'm, I'm now on keto forever. It's great. And me being like, but but I love pizza. <laughs> I don't think I can live without pizza. Um, imagine a world without pizza. I don't want to imagine a world without pizza. <laughs> also, what's everyone's opinion about pineapple and pizza? I feel like this really divides everyone. I'm a fan, FYI. If you're not a fan, feel free to leave. <laughs> um, I'm joking. So yeah, I think this kind of all or nothing mentality. Do you know what? I think one of the biggest culprits for for this mentality, these behaviours, especially when it comes to fitness and nutrition, and especially when it comes to your health and fitness, is social media. Take Instagram, for example. Instagram will always and only show you the extremes because that's how the algorithm works right it shows you the leanest bodies the fittest people people with seemingly like perfect lives like the prettiest models the most aesthetically pretty meals that we think that people are having all the time um but the big one to be honest is people and accounts who have really extremist views on certain diets So people who are screaming out, saying things that are quite shocking, obviously people stop on those ones and and that's what gets pushed more. So when our exposure is a lot of these kind of extremist views and extreme kind of sides of life, it does make sense that we then default to this almost all or nothing mentality. So things that helped me through all this, to be honest, were things like education, and more awareness on food in general and exercise and how it worked for me that was, that was all backed by evidence and not by, you know, Karen in the corner being like, keto changed my life. It, it's not life changing. It's just, it's just a life without pizza, right? <laughs> I found a real game changer was strength training. When I started to strength train, it didn't just help me feel stronger, you know, physically, but also mentally. And actually the mentality that comes with strength training, this whole principle of pushing yourself just that little bit more every session, every week, a bit more, a bit more, pushing yourself past what you think you can do, trains your brain in such a way that has the most profound ripple effect and which spills over into other aspects of life. When you learn how to push yourself beyond what you think you can do, and you show yourself what you're actually capable of, it does. It ripples across to other areas of life. And before you know it, you're progressing in other areas of life, in your career, in your family life, in your personal life. Like, And that was just crazy to me. Strength training is such a game changer. And the benefits specifically for women are endless. Um, now, I'm also not here to force it upon you. Obviously, I could talk to death about the benefits um, of it. But I'm also a huge advocate of just doing what you love. Like, just do what you love. If you love running, then run. If you love dancing, then dance. If you love surfing, then surf. If you love rock climbing, then go rock climbing. Anything you love, because it's not difficult. It's not hard to do a lot of what you love, right? 
However, that being said, I did find that the strength training progress that I had made did have a really positive effect on other things that I was doing. So take serving, for example. After a couple of years of strength training and really working in that area of my life, I then went on a surf trip and the difference in my surf capabilities, just because I was physically stronger, was just crazy. So I think with with everything, I think with just better education, better awareness, with strength training, with implementing these into my life and just eating better, not restricting myself, not being harsh on myself when I really fancied a bag of popcorn, my relationship with food, with exercise and my body, just everything just kind of clicked, it all improved and it felt great. And that's because I found my own balance. And when you find your own balance, there's there's nothing that feels better. Like, and it also means that I can have chocolate every single day. What a great life that is. Life is too short not to not to be able to have chocolate or to tell yourself you can't have chocolate every day. Again, not a world I want to live in. <laughs> it cannot be overstated how much it helps. Like finding your own balance helps your physical health, but also your mental health as well. I think that a common struggle that a lot of people have as well is when they're trying to find their balance with with health, with fitness, with with nutrition, with exercise, is that they perceive to have so many barriers that stand in their way. And they go, oh, well, you know, I can't do this because because this is happening or I'm not able to to continue because that's happening or, or this won't allow me to. And there's such a great... Uh, like surf mentality and I'm gonna use this metaphor and I'm gonna tell it to you now because yes it's cliche but is so true right and and everyone's and it goes you can't stop the waves but you can learn how to ride them right like the waves are never gonna stop but you can absolutely pick up a board and learn how to surf rather than okay so let's take a wave and let's say a wave is a social event a holiday an injury, or let's say moving house, these are all perceived barriers, perhaps, but actually, we need to see them as part of the journey, they are part of life, like life is full of these, whether we like it or not. And I think the reason that people see it as a barrier, the reason you see it as a barrier is because you're looking for one. If you go looking for a reason that you can't do something, you will find one, absolutely. And actually, that comes from a place inside you where you don't think that you're capable. So you go looking for reasons why you can't do it. Let me tell you, you are absolutely capable of this and more so. And I think it's, it's baffling to me how capable so many women are. They just don't see it. They don't recognise it. And I think... You know, even if you're sat there going, well, you know, I've, I've tried it before or I did this before and it didn't work. That's because you just haven't found your right balance yet. Like, OK, so you were thrown off your board and tumbling, <laughs> tumbling under the white water. <laughs> I'm not sorry for all these surf references. Um, you just didn't find the right balance for that specific wave. Right. I have helped so many women to find their health, fitness, life balance. And how? Because... I kept things really clear and really simple. So there's no anxiety, no overwhelm surrounding what they need to do. 
so they can just take action. Because to be honest, it starts with the small things, right? It starts with small things, keeping things really simple. And these small things grow. And these small things turn into great profound changes in your life that develop into the life that you love, you're happy with. It's about living in a sustainable way, not an extreme way. And I I love it when they realise they don't have to give up pizza on a Friday and, and that chocolate isn't the absolute devil and that, that you can still have milk on your coffee and you can have the chocolate sprinkles on top. This is what makes life, right? You can enjoy your life. You can enjoy everything about your life. Lose body fat, gain muscle, be happy in your own skin and live confidently as you. Trying to stick to the extremes will never be sustainable and giving up will only make you more miserable, right? I think this, like, go hard or go home mentality that's everywhere, particularly on social media, is so outdated and just perpetuates the all-or-nothing behaviours, which is actually the thing that's limiting you from fulfilling your true potential. If you want to make sustainable change in your life, If you want to make waves in your health and fitness, you need to find the balance that works for you. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I would like to say if anyone has absolutely any questions on fitness, nutrition, on overwhelm, surrounding health and fitness, on food and exercise, how to find a better balance for you, find me on Instagram, shoot me a DM, or click my website in my bio, and let me help point you in the right direction. Let's get you on board. So yeah, that's it from me. Join me in episode two, where we delve a little bit deeper into this. Um, Yeah, have a lovely day or evening, whatever time of day it is for you. Peace and love. See you later.